0: Welcome to this week's MicroConf Refresh episode. As always, I'm your host, Rob Walling, and this week we continue our MicroConf Refresh series where we look back at past MicroConf talks with a talk from MicroConf Remote, which happened just a few months back. This is a quick fix called Finance for SaaS Founders by Bean Ninja's founder, Meryl Johnston. If you're wondering what a quick fix is, we asked some pretty smart people a pretty hard question. What is one thing you can do today that is going to make tomorrow and onward easier for you to run your business? And Meryl Johnston, who is the co-founder of Bean Ninjas, takes a deep look into a few things that founders can be doing to optimize their finances for the future. Not their personal finances, their business finances. So let's dip in to this quick fix from Meryl Johnston.
1: Hey everyone, I am Meryl Johnston and here today to talk about business finances and specifically how to become a financially savvy SaaS founder. I always like to ask, why should I listen to someone on a particular topic? And here's a little bit about me. I come at business finances from both an accounting perspective. I'm a trained accountant, a accountant, which is like a CPA in the US, but I'm also a founder and I've scaled my business being injured, up to a team of 15 people over the last five years. I realise this is a virtual event. I, I add a couple of extra things about me, particularly when it's an in-person event, and then we can connect and, and chat over something that might not be accounting-related and maybe it's surfing or parenting or, or something different. So feel free to connect with me afterwards and to have a chat about either this topic or, or something else uh, that about this that, is, uh, that, that you're interested in. The way that I thought we'd frame this is to look at four different stages of business, of particularly related to SaaS, and look at what the financial challenges are related to these. Millionaire Mary, we're going to leave for today. The financial challenges that I would normally talk about there are related to preparing business for exit. And instead, we're going to focus on CEO Carl, who is building a leadership team and really in the process of scaling. And he's ready to be adopting best practices when it comes to the finance function in his business. But we're also going to have a look at Hustling Hector and Stressed Out Susie, who are a bit earlier stage, and look at, well, what are some things that they could implement or take action on today that are going to help them build out this best practice finance function? And also have a look at, well, well, why would you even care about business finances in your business. So CEO Carl, he's been in business for a while now and he's, he's got a team and really trying to build out a leadership team so that he can take a bit more time away from business. He can take a day off here and there, but it's still quite difficult for him to to take a week or two weeks or a month off. And so he knows that he really needs to get his financial house in order. There's three main things that he needs to do in order to assist with that. The first is making sure that there's a clear set of deliverables and a timeline. So what actually needs to happen? What are the deliverables or the results that we're aiming for? And this would be similar. There would be a marketing and sales function in the business as well. And, again, there'd be a clear set of deliverables. It might be running blog posts or whatever it is. The next component of that is having documented SOPs so that it's really clear about how these things need to be done and that they can be done consistently and you've got backups in place if something's happened to different team members. And then the last is looking at, well, what financial reports should you be looking at as a founder and how can you use dashboards? Right, let's start off with the bookkeeping timetable. And really here I'm interested in, well, who needs to do what by when? And the deliverable is typically month-end reports that would include a profit and loss on income statement and a balance sheet. And there's probably some other more specific reports that are customised to your business as well. And in order to do that, there's a number of steps that need to be completed before we can get to the reports. And so we need to know what are those steps, who needs to do them, and, and when do they need to be completed by. And the way I like to break it down is to look at, well, what are some of the monthly tasks? Okay, in in order to finalise end of month, then there's a number of steps that we need to do. You might pay your suppliers and your team fortnightly, right, so that's in the fortnightly category. There might be some weekly tasks and then daily. This is just a template. You would adapt this to your business. As I said, what's really important here is getting clear on what the deliverable is and then who needs to do what by when in order to achieve it. The next part of that is the how, which is the standard operating procedures. And due to time constraints, I won't go into examples of standard operating procedures, but the finance function is very similar to other areas of your business in that you would have a defined way of doing things, whether it was a defined way of paying your suppliers, a defined way of preparing your end-of-month reports, the fine way of chasing out customers if you're doing something like enterprise sales rather than having customers on direct debit or, or they're paying for implementations. The next thing I wanted to talk about is having, as a founder, having access to metrics and some kind of weekly dashboard that really helps you keep a finger on the pulse. Typically, even though we're aiming for monthly reports, typically many founders that I speak with and not actually getting reports on a timely basis, which is making it hard for them to make decisions. So so on the one hand, I encourage you to get your, your bookkeeper or your accountant to get reports to you quickly within 10 business days after the end of each month. But the other component of that is what metrics can you track on a regular basis to get a feel for what might lie ahead? And these are metrics that I track This report, I I get this report on a weekly basis and that goes to my management team. And this really helps us from a sales and marketing perspective. We have an idea of the pipeline. From a delivery perspective, we can track how we're going and then also looking at onboarding and cash flow too. So the metrics and the key drivers of your business will be different. For example, if you're offering free trials and then you've got an idea around conversion rate there, you might be tracking how many new people signed up for a free trial. Or if you're doing enterprise sales, then you might have a sales section that looks a bit like this, where you know that typically 10 calls results in two customers of a certain dollar value of revenue. And so this really gives you an idea of of how you're tracking. These dashboards can be, they can be tracked in Excel, Google Sheets. I think that that's fine. It's a good way to start out. And there's also dashboarding tools where you can bring in data sources from multiple different platforms. And I think uh, Brian, who's also in this community, has, I hope I'm getting the name right here, I think it's called Sunrise KPI, where you can track KPIs as well. So that's another option for you too. The key steps in in this being meaningful or giving you meaningful information are, one, actually figuring out what metrics the drivers of your business and it may be different and then what's an effective way to track them and then three carving out time to look at the numbers coming to you now i wanted to go back a step so we've looked at carl and really what a best practice finance function would look like where there's a really clear set of deliverables everyone's clear on who needs to do what by when the how is documented in sops and then there's financial reports coming in within 10 days after the end of each month, and there's a dashboard that's being looked at on a weekly basis with the key metrics of the business. That's where we're aiming for. But if you're just starting out, you're probably not at that point yet, and actually you probably should be focused on other things like making sales and trying to increase MRR, monthly recurring revenue. there definitely are some simple things that you can do today to help with the financial side of your business you're hustling hector so just starting out don't have any employees yet got some freelancers that are helping to build your product some of the things that you can do are to implement cloud accounting software i use zero then there's other tools like quickbooks out there what's important here is that it connects to your bank accounts and also has the ability to connect to other apps or uh, add-ons too, so that you're reducing the amount of data entry required and eliminating risk of errors. So having zero set up really helps, but also being disciplined with firstly setting up business bank accounts and then using them only for business purposes. Personal bank accounts for personal, business bank accounts for business. And it sounds quite simple, but... I often, this is often where I see a bit of a mess when people are just getting started with building their finance function. And then the third, receipt management. Again, it sounds simple and it should be simple, but again, something that typically isn't done well, particularly by founders in their first couple of years. Just pick a a receipt management process and, and stick to it. You might pick Dropbox or Google Drive. It might be an email, but something, all of your receipts should be going to one location Typically, travel costs uh, are handled poorly. We're doing less of that at the moment. So if you've got physical receipts from buying meals out, hotels, things like that, take photographs and, again, save them to whatever system that you're using, and, and that will save you a lot of okay headache at tax time. Stress out Susie, sorry, stress out Sophia. Is She's a little bit further along than Hector. She's starting to transition her team of freelancers into a team of employees, she's scaling up, the business is growing, she's got more customers, and really for her the main issue is around cash flow. There's more pressure on her to make sure that there's enough money to pay her employees. Some of the things that she can do, assuming that she's already put in place the the three points that we talked about with Hector, which were getting zero for other cloud accounting software, Using business bank accounts and receipt management so she's got all of that happening really she should then be able to review a set of reports the profit and loss and balance sheet at a minimum every month and she should be able to have those reports come out of something like zero and either work with a bookkeeper or an accountant or someone in house or maybe it's it's her to to check those numbers and make sure that they're accurate last thing you want to do is make decisions based on what you saw in your financial statements and for them to have not been accurate. And, And there's checks and balances that you can do. And my second dot point here around financial literacy skills also really helps. And I think every founder should have a baseline level of finance skills, some knowledge of accounting and bookkeeping and some knowledge of taxes as it applies to the country and the location that you're in. Uh, there's books you can read, courses that you can do, and I think every founder should invest in developing some of these skills and, and enough to know that when you are hiring an accountant or bookkeeper, you can ask the right questions and you can know that they're doing a good job. And also it gives you confidence in re- when, when you're reviewing financial reports that you can use that information to make good decisions, not relying on other advisors. So if we do a little bit of a recap we spent most of today talking about CEO Carl and what a best practice finance function looks like. And the reason I wanted to do that was to paint the picture of, of as your business, where, when your business scales up, what it can and should look like, so something to aim for. But I also wanted to talk about some earlier stages of business. So we talked about hustling Hector and stressed out Sophia, who were at the early stages of their entrepreneurial journey and some of the things, more simple things that they could implement today to really help them on that path to where CEO Carl is. That's it for me. I'd love to connect. I'm definitely more active on LinkedIn than I am on Twitter. But here are the, the options if you would like to connect.
0: Thanks for listening this week. Tune in again next Tuesday morning for another MicroComp Refresh episode.